Lord, Praying Husband by Stormy O. Martian on page 141. I believe that's where we were at. 140 or 141. Anyway, but first, I'd like to say happy birthday in heaven to my husband, Timothy Mark Peter. Today, he would have been 61 years old, and his mother wrote something really, really good on Facebook about him, social media. So, if you are connected to her, Bernice Peter, um, check it out. All right. I know, I think she might have tagged Mark on that. It might have to his page. But anyway, try to see if you can read that. Beautiful, beautiful, well-written. She should be the author of the family. <laughs> I'm trying to write books, and I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, she is very, she's very eloquent. She's very good. So try to read that. And then also today is, the like I said, the 20th, uh, which my dad died September the 20th. So this will be a year and three months that he's been passed. So pray for my mom, because, you know, um, she probably marks the months like I do, the days, the days, the months. It's hard, it's hard being widows. My mother-in-law is a widow. Oh, so many people I know are widows. And I guess it just, as you get older, that's just something that nobody prepares you for. Nobody prepares us. But for you married people, the ones who do have still have, have spouses, I'm talking to the husbands, the power of a praying husband. Your prayers matter. Your prayers are important, and the way you live your life is important. <clears throat> so we're talking about her fears. We're talking about your wife's fears. Besides being weighed down by her fear of physical danger and lack of provision for herself and the people she loves, a woman may also suffer from fear of men. There are few women who don't care what anyone thinks about them, their children, their homes, their work, their appearance, their husbands, or their abilities. A certain amount of caring is normal, but when a concern over what other people think adversely affects how a woman behaves, it becomes fear of man. The fear of man can keep your wife driven to be perfect or so intimidated that she's afraid to do anything for fear of making a mistake. Your prayers can help your wife to be ruled by the fear of God and not the fear of man. This is so true. Um, you know, I was reading that. <laughs> my mind wanders, and I think that's why I, I, it takes me so long to get through this book, because I keep thinking of stuff, but this is true as in, in ministry, okay, I know that as a woman called of God to do a ministry, an online ministry, I know I have a fear a lot of times, like, do people think I'm just promoting myself, do people, what do people think of me, are they worried, am I doing a good enough job, am I saying everything right? And even this podcast, am I saying things right? Am I making a difference in somebody's life? Am I just wasting time? You know, um, and so <laughs> this is true. This is true. Women have a fear of men. We all, I think men and women both, we don't want to mess up. Our ultimate goal is to hear God say, well done. And he can only say, well done, if we do well. And everything we do, everything we do in word, or indeed, we have to do it all as unto the Lord. We have to be careful what we say. That's in word. We got to have words. Um, let the power of death and life are in the tongue. So we have to be careful what we say because words do hurt. There used to be a thing that says, um, "Well, there are several sayings. Be careful what you speak." Uh, 
because even though the words you may have to eat, but the other thing is sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. That is not true. Words hurt. So we got to be careful what words we speak and indeed what we do. Oh, be careful, little hands, what you do. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. For the Father up above is looking down in love. So be careful. We, he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us. And so he blesses us by when we do good. And it's just like I was just talking about my husband. Um, his mother wrote something good on his, I mean, her, the accolades and the, and the comments that other people are writing. Uh, people are already commenting these awesome things about how much Mark meant to them. And, you know, my husband was known in the gates. He was. He made a difference in his life. And that's beautiful. And that's how each one of us, our lives do count. We are important to God and to our families. Husbands, you are valuable to your wives. Wives, you are valuable to your husbands. That's why we must pray for one another. We must live our lives in accordance to God's word. And our ministry, our life is a ministry. Each one of us are called to be disciples. We are called to be the hands and feet and mouthpiece of Jesus. Even if it doesn't appear to be a full-fledged fear, the thing a woman struggles with most, such as food, weight, relationships, self-worth, appearance, finances, guilt, or self-doubt, usually has its written fear of something. The Bible says to watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew 26, 41. If your wife has something she considers to be a significant, a constant struggle, a weakness in her flesh, or a temptation in her life, she needs you to pray with her that God will give her the strength to resist it and to be set free. Do you know what your wife's greatest struggle is? Are you aware of her deepest fears? You may already have a good idea, but if you're not sure, ask her. Say, tell me what you struggle with or fear the most in your life, because I want to pray for you about it. You may be completely surprised at her response. Many of us have a deep fear that we never share. When I asked my husband that same question years ago, he said he was afraid of not being a good father. I was very surprised to hear that because he has never given any indication it was a particular concern. His fear prompted me to pray specifically for his relationship with his children. Too often, women carry burdens in their lives that are far heavier than their delicate shoulders were created to bear. Remember, no matter how strong your wife appears to be, she is fragile. Even though a woman may appear strong to the point of hardness, it's usually because she felt she had to be for one reason or another. Ask God to show you whether your wife is carrying something she shouldn't. If so, you can bear part or all of the weight of that thing in prayer. Another ploy of the enemy is your wife's soul is to put deep discontent in her heart. It's one thing to see where your life needs to improve and then pray for that and be patient to wait on God for his answer. It's another thing to hate your wife. That makes us sick and bitter. Sometimes a woman fears that the difficult spot she's in at the moment is as good as it gets and that things will never change. That hopeless mindset is torturous for any woman and I believe it is one of the tactics the enemy uses to create unrest and strife and keep a woman in constant fear. Often women struggle with deeply wanting certain things to happen, yet having to wait such a long time for prayers to be answered. Pray that your wife can see her struggles and fears as an opportunity to depend on God in a greater way. 
pray that she will be content with her life and be able to trust that God has her where she is for a purpose. Fear that promises to pray is beneficial. Fear that paralyzes and torments is destructive. Don't allow fear in your wife to keep her from moving into all God has for her. And the same thing in your ministry. Don't let fear about what other people might think or say about you keep you from doing what God has called you to do. Everybody has something they can do for God. Just do it. You can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. You can't please everybody. Please, God. Just please, please, (laughs) please hear me. Please, please, God. And you do that by loving God and loving people. Loving people doesn't mean doing what they want you to do. Loving God, loving people is obeying God and letting Him unfold the rose of your life, which will benefit others and yourself. And let God unfold the rose of their life as well. We can't change other people. We can't even hardly change ourselves. But we can pray to God who can change lives. The God who never changes is busy changing lives. So let's keep pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. And let's just make every day count. And that happens by every day.